Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I'm uh, Grok from the Boston Marathon. And uh, these days, everybody is pretty well familiar with it. It's a great big deal. It's done. And there are 31,500 people who run it and more than 9,500 volunteers, hundreds of thousands of spectators. The event puts about $200 million in the local economy. You have to go back to 1896 to the Olympics in Athens. So they organized a marathon. This is the Trevor Carey Show on the Valley's Power Talk. Detour, detour, make your life crazy. We got a marathon. Uh, welcome to Sunday morning. Listen, I'm not anti-marathon. I'm not. We had the big city-to-city marathon. Were you part of the traffic? Did it take you 48 minutes to take your normal 10-minute drive? Were you late for church? On top of the uh, the time change and all of that, uh, what went down? I'll tell you what went down. And most cities have their marathons kind of downtown, but I don't see a lot of people wanting to arrive, you know, almost pre-sunrise to get set up or even the night before, right? Or days. I know this took months. and uh, But I'll tell you, this marathon out there, it really was something else. And I got to say, the marathon in downtown Fresno, uh, it, it brought, uh, it, it wouldn't bring many, but where they hold it, that map that I saw, it stretches all the way from Woodward Park, frying all the way down, all the way down to touching Clovis. And yes, we are 28 hours and 52 minutes until the polls close. And I am going to talk about this traffic jam leading off the show with the subject and the detour planning. That's what I'm upset about. If you're going to do a detour, you have to do the detour correctly. We reached out uh, wanting to know who did the planning of this detour, what kind of thought went into this detour. We reached out to the Fresno Police Department. Uh, We didn't hear back yet uh, on who actually laid out the plans for this. Were you part of this mile, mile upon mile long traffic jam out in the country because there was a marathon? And again, I'm not anti marathon out there not at all but the marathon that was presented by calviva health it starts and finishes at clovis community college it's a boston marathon qualifier and they brag this year about the ability to travel north and south on willow Uh, detour signs that i saw 
the few that I did, uh, many Wawa as well. That's where I ended up a little after 8 a.m. yesterday morning. And listen, again, not against marathons. Uh, I'm against uh, one event taking over commerce, church-going ability, transportation of a major part of two cities without doing due diligence on all the ramifications. I wonder how much revenue was brought in, which they'll say people running the marathon stay at hotels and eat at restaurants and add to the... I agree, again, not against that. We need more stuff like that. But you don't need to bring in something that actually curtails uh, people making money. I mean, how much revenue was lost? How much gas was wasted? Again, my 11-minute trip to work took 43 minutes. How much expensive gas did I waste? You add it all up. I'm not against the runners or the, or the marathon people, but I, I want to know, was your life, were, were your plans, were your obligations affected by yesterday's city-to-city marathon? Uh, let it out. I want to know. If it if it's just me, I'll hush. I won't even say we need to change anything. 559-230-4242. Were you part of that traffic jam in the country that went for miles in that detour? 230-4242. And I understand traffic detours. You know, you got a, a problem with a hurricane or an earthquake. A bridge goes out. But let's be real. This was a marathon that you have a year to plan out, and there's no excuses to not have traffic officers controlling intersections in the country. It, I'll say run my morning. And why am I so upset about it? Well, you only got two weekend mornings, right? Uh, I look at it as the city of Fresno and Clovis stole half of my precious weekend morning time. Right out the gate. That That's why this is not right. That's exactly what happened. And again, how much commerce was lost? Sunday morning. Uh, I forgot that Friant would be shut down. I went another way. Nope. Uh, shut down. Turned around. Went, okay, I'll go this other way. Tried to make it to 41. Went another way. Shut down. Turned around. Went another way. Shut down. At the end of one of these shutdowns were uniformed officers who I heard, they were at all the shutdown places, but I heard them uh, yelling out to a lady who had her window down. She's like, by the love of God, how do I get out of here? And they were like, uh, go up to Copper, turn, go down, take uh, Willow, uh, take Fort Washington to Copper to Willow. And I heard that out loud, and I went, okay, uh, my GPS train brain that I don't retain a lot of streets, I kind of think I know where I'm going there. Let me follow some of these cars that heard the officer shout that. There weren't the detour signs up, the electronics. Sure, there were warning you that it was going to be shut down, but none alerting you to the roads. Now, should I have done my research? No, the city shouldn't be shut down like that. Sorry. No, you should be able to. I understand detours, and it should be real simple. Oh, follow all the cars. Oh, we're just being taken a little bit out of the way for a marathon. I'm fine with that, but not way out in the country and to have miles of traffic jams way out in the country. Uh, and w- once I got out there, I saw zero detour signs at Champlain and Perrin. I wrote it down. I was trapped in northeast Fresno. Uh, that's right where I heard that cop yell that to the lady. So I followed it. I didn't go right on Willow. There were a lot of cars going that way. I went, okay, that's going to be crowded. I'll just go further out and turn right on Minnewawa. Wrong choice. You know why? Well, it ate, it's now like 8.15. It just took me about 15 minutes since I left my house to get on Minnewawa after all these turns and stuff. And I get down there, and I'm in a mini traffic jam. I'm going, my word, why is this all? Oh, it's a stop sign. There's a stop sign up there at Perrin and Minnewawa. 
And uh, when I came back at about 1030, going the opposite direction to get home, again, there wasn't much traffic on my side because everybody there were way more people up. I could not believe the lines that I saw. And you know why I'm talking about if you're going to do a detour, you have to actually plan it out. There was a four-way stop. You got miles of cars backed up. There was a four-way stop. So every single car in that traffic jam had to pull up, stop, look, here we go. That's what had everybody. What you need are actually uniformed officers out there with the hand signals, the whistles. All right, keep it moving. Detour. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go and keep it flowing because the other traffic the other way was nowhere near as crowded. And I don't think it was done correctly. Most cities actually shut downtown on a Sunday when nobody's at work. And I pity those who tried to get to work yesterday. That's what I was thinking about. Uh, I was trying to get down to work early here, but I I wasn't on a time thing. You know, I wasn't due. Nobody was waiting for me to punch a clock. I was stopping by. Uh, If you had to be at work on time. And I was also thinking about a pregnant woman. Now, maybe the officers would have opened up the barriers and gone, okay, go to the hospital. She's in, in labor or trying to get to church on time. And that mini Wawa uh, smash up of November 6 was due to a simple concept called that four way stop uh, at mini Wawa. Oh, excuse me. Uh, I, I jotted it down here in my notes mini Wawa and Baymire. And when you're coming off mini Wawa and Baymire, uh, it, it was a two way stop. So it teed. Baymire tees into mini Wawa. So you're teeing into a traffic jam. There's no, everybody trying to turn right. You have to wait and let the people, somebody's going to be nice enough to let you in. And that line went as long as I, my eyes could see. You saw cars turning around. I'm like, what are you turning around? I guess to go back home. I guess they just. They just gave up. Uh, detours need to be done correctly. You place a human element in it, traffic cops. And I don't know how cities, and I'm talking about Fresno and Clovis, how do you not plan that? Uh, how do you create a traffic jam uh, on a Sunday right out in the country? No officers on site. Yet I saw dozens upon dozens of uh, positioned officers. And what are, I mean, that's a good gig for a cop on a Sunday. You're making good money over time to just get dressed up and go and stand next to, now if something happens, yeah, you got to be there. Uh, but to stand next to cones on your motorcycle or squad car, I mean, you're just sitting there doing nothing. And, and when I saw all those officers doing that around town on my, uh, my, uh, uh, scavenger hunt to try and get out of the the area. I saw dozens of all of them out there. Why couldn't some of those men out there directing traffic in the country? Whew, finally, I got all that off my chest. Boy, I tell you, it built up. It yeah. Did I let it run my Sunday afternoon? Nah, nah but it, it yeah. It just it just put a, a like I really over the entire day. And yet uh, the route, so many plans and so many obligations, and it created the chaos. And I don't think any city deserves this. And I want, I'm curious how much revenue could have been lost. We'll never know. We'll never know how much revenue that was lost with that. Were you out there? Were you in it? Does it matter to you at all? I guess it was a good event, a city-to-city marathon. I guess I'm saying, can we do it correctly? Can we have runners and non-runners who are trying to run to work real quick or to the store or whatever. Can't we get along? I know it's just one day a year, but I'm sorry. Weekends are very valuable these days. And to have half of your morning weekends ruined by that. Yeah, rage against the machine. 
Were you stuck? 230-4242. Traffic jam in the country for miles. We are officially 28 hours and 43 minutes away from the polls closing. Oh, we'll talk about that and more next. The Trevor Carey Show on the Valley's Power Talk. The Trevor Carey Show on the Valley's Power Talk. how my Sunday morning got going. I'll tell you what. You need traffic officers controlling an intersection in the country. I only have two weekend mornings. City of Fresno and Clovis stole half of my precious morning weekend time. You needed officers out there, not stop signs at four-way stops. They were out. Let's talk to Burke at 559-230-4242. Hi there, Burke. Hi. Thank you having this and covering it because uh my blood pressure was really high yesterday thank you uh, i started off at about uh, eight fifteen in the morning coming down right below shaver towing my 28 foot travel trailer getting it out of the snow and uh got down came down through friant got there at friant and copper and oops detours you know roadblocks Turned, went down Copper to Willow, and turned down and thinking, okay, it just said, you know, part of it was, but there was traffic there. And all of a sudden, uh, I'm in an area that I'm totally not familiar with. I live over, I was bringing my trailer home here and off of Fruit and Shields. So uh, I'm over there in that area, Champaign, like you said, and... uh, Ended up in residential areas, towing this trailer, parked cars on both sides of the streets, and traffic people totally lost like I was. Yeah. You turn right, you turn left, you blocked. And my fear at that point was I was going to turn into a cul-de-sac, then try to turn my trailer around. Uh, finally worked my way back up and ended up on copper and went down and finally at that point saw these little signs detour the little orange ones about the size of three lunch boxes yes right down so low on the ground uh and i followed it and then i thought okay i'm familiar now you know i'm here i'm copper i usually have gone up through copper and alberry and I thought, all right, I know we're Willow. I'm not going back down Willow. I'll go further. I went to Minnewawa. <laughs> sure enough, you did what I did. I thought I, too much I, on Willow. Let's go to Minnewawa. That was worse. Well, that's it. I mean, uh, y- you turn the corner, and all of a sudden, like you say, what's what's the blockage here? Now, I'm, familiar, I'm somewhat familiar with that little street and running straight through to Herndon. And, yeah, people were turning, but you, you don't turn into a dirt field, you know, towing a trailer. So I I waited, waited. How long, long did it take you to get to uh, Herndon? <laughs> well, it, now, I was there. You must, I just heard you. You were coming back through there about 1030. Correct. It must have been in that time frame. Once you cleared, and I could not figure out why it was taking so long, 
for, you know, just a stop sign. And then it did break loose. So it wasn't bad. But my trip coming down from Shaver, which is usually an hour and 15 minutes, I left my property at 8.15, and I backed my trailer into my driveway at 11 o'clock. There it is. I was so totally turned around. I'm 76 years old. Exhausted. It just, and for a mayor, and Burke, I bet you're not anti marathon. I'm not either. I'm not anti Hey, hey Burke, what they needed, tell me that what they needed was a traffic cop going, keep the traffic flowing. Let's go, let it go for a few minutes. And you stop and let a few cross the other way at a a four way stop. Burke, thank you so much at 559 230 4242. Looks like Ed in Fresno, you were in that as well. Well, do share. Thank you. Hey, Trevor, I think it's pretty funny that your screener asked me not to cuss because I was really cussing yesterday morning. <laughs> On a Sunday morning, too, Ed. The, see, we, that's not your fault. That's the city of Fresno and Clovis's fault. But uh, you're all forgiven. All right, keep, keep on. I, I wanted, I'm not going to be go into all the streets because there were many of them, but I do want to get to the what they could have done maybe to fix it, which is where I, I like where you're going. So I started at 6 in the morning at first and knees. And I needed to get to Maple and Beheimer, which is maybe 10 minutes. Beheimer. You know, I was calling it Beheimer. Okay, Beheimer. Is that how it's pronounced, well, that little road out there? I, okay. don't, I don't. I know my kids went to Buchanan, and a lot of their friends said Beheimer. Okay. So that's what I got. Yep. Um, anyway, it's about 10 minutes, maybe. Ended up uh, going to all the places you went and maybe some others. and had It, it took me an hour-ish, maybe an hour and five minutes to get that 10-minute drive. Had to discover on my own to get all the way out to however far east I had to go. Then I had a conversation with a sheriff and a couple of policemen at the corner of Maple and Beheimer, and they told me to go back out to Minnewawa. But it wasn't as bad as you experienced. You know, we're, by now we're talking, you know, quarter to seven, seven in the morning. And um, what I wanted to say though was what they really needed besides, and I'm glad your last caller brought up the little detour signs because they they needed to have that up the two weeks they had the other part up. They needed to have us thinking about it. And then I agree with you 100%. They should have had, if, they have a, if, they, if they're not going to use traffic signals, then they got to have a cop there directing traffic. That just makes common sense. Yeah, they do it and, at the fair. Right, right. And every other place that went that ended up being a dead end was strictly that, a dead end. And the cops were maybe a quarter mile away farther down at another, uh, you know, there was like a void between my dead end and where they blocked off the other entrance to whatever area I was in. But this is a symptom. This is what you see in your politicians. This is what you see in your medical professionals now. You see this in your teachers and every person that you deal with on a customer service level. They just don't think. People can't think. So the people that put this together in the city or the county or Clovis or whoever put it together, they just thought, okay, we'll close down these streets. We'll make sure people have lots of notice. So they didn't think about what happens later. They can't critically think. They don't go to the next step. People are going to need to know how to get around. So they didn't put up the signs for the entire two weeks. I had to look at those flashing signs to say, use X, you know, use Miniwala or whatever. I could have thought if they even gave me that much clue, I could have figured it out. But no, you're saying I, for two weeks that they had those flashing signs that would say uh, Fort Washington this, to Copper to Miniwala to get you out of Northeast Fresno. Or, or something like that. Like Bryant will be closed. Use Miniwala. If it said that, I would put some thought into it yeah. because I, I do I do drive a lot. So I would say, okay, how, why do we need to go to Miniwawa? But instead it just said, closed, nobody here. Closed, figure it out, figure it out. Right, and they didn't give us any advance warning. It's just poor 
forethought and lack of, you know, they say critical thinking. Hey, and in, clo- in closing here, thank you for your comments. I went to the website of the City City Marathon and I read down and it said, this year we're opening up Willow. So that's obvious. Last year they had complaints about it. Like they're bragging that this year we're going to make it easier. For I'm- Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Like you, I am now anti-marathon. I'm anti-marathon. I said put it downtown or don't hold it at all. Hey, Thank run you. on a track a bunch of times. It's the same distance. Ed, thanks for the call. Let's check in with Diane in Fresno. Hi, Diane. Hi, Trevor. How are you? Hey, I'm good. It's a, a Super Tuesday Eve. That Yesterday was yesterday, but I'm loving talking about it. Were you in it? Oh, yeah, I didn't get stuck in yesterday's because I learned my lesson many years ago. They had Your last caller was talking about this. They had detour signs going all over town, but it didn't tell you what streets to turn on. It just keep, You kept turning. It would say detour, detour. I got to the corner of Cedar and Shepherd, and it was barricaded off. My my house at the that back then was literally one street across to the north. One street. Do you just park and jump some fences? No, I asked him. I said, "Please." I I just taken my daughter to church, and I was going to come back home. I had just put a fire in the fireplace, and it was freezing out here, so they would not let me through. It took me literally an hour taking the detours down to Willow, going all the way around to get home when I was basically one street away from my house. Yeah, you got to have so, some cut crosses. They get, I mean, I, I, I'm all here. If this city to city thing is going to be a big deal every year, uh, build some bridges. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Let them run over bridges a, to get over a road. Know, this, was, this was seven, at least seven years ago, because I, I own a home now. So, that was my experience then. Been, uh, this is, like, I didn't know it's been going on that long. I guess I've been a hermit all well, those Sundays. If it's the same marathon, because they advertise a week or two or maybe even longer in advance, you see them down by Woodward Park, that this marathon will be starting and there will be detours. So you do see those signs in advance. So I don't know if this is the same one. But, yes, there was a marathon about seven, eight years ago same thing it literally blocked off all so the streets out you're there. listening to all of us going guys i've already learned my lesson about this you yeah just... so i didn't even go out yesterday see, because see, I, look at I this. just didn't want to do it look at this <laughs> uh squires didn't you tell me you were thinking about going up somewhere to shop or something and you're like ah nah nah it's just gonna go to a new church that he was gonna go visit and thought oh this no the marathon block off yeah, Di- yeah diane thank you i appreciate it <laughs> 
Hey, if you want to keep uh, talking about this, uh, I'm wide open. If you want to talk about the election, wide open. Critical race theory. Let's do it. Whatever's on your mind. All right. The news on Friday that NBC broadcasts and deletes. The report that contradicts the FBI. At this point, I'll go with the deleted report. If you missed it, I'll play it again next. And if you are stuck in the traffic, 559-230-4242. This is the Trevor Carey Show on the Valley's Power Talk. You're listening to The Trevor Carey Show on the Valley's Power Talk. Oh my, there's a lot of stupid going on. It's going to be a blood red moon tomorrow, election night. Oh, wait, that's a full moon. Okay, Blood Red Moon tomorrow night. Uh, you want to get a little cringeworthy? Uh, inject it into your veins. This is an overconfident Democrat. Let's see. But we're coming up on an important deadline. It's time. Uh oh. You all know what to do. Gotta vote in 22. Republicans will take it right and might try another coup. We don't like what we see. That's why we're voting blue. Everything will oh really suck if we don't show up and vote in 22. Show up and vote in 22 for the same guy that admitted, right? I'll, I'll make mistakes as president. Yeah, and they're, they're, you're going to be the one they're going to be blaming. Uh, let's see, Tuesday night by midnight, tomorrow night by midnight. Now, let's give it till sunrise shows on Wednesday morning. You'll have the morning breaths on MSNBC, Morning Joe. They'll be like, well, there's Joe Biden. All right. Stacey Abrams, she's down there in Georgia. She's the original election denier, of course, and she knows she's going to lose. But you know who she's blaming? Uh, she's going to lose to Brian Kemp, the governor that, yeah, he's uh, he's a country clubber, uh, Republican. I'm a, uh, yeah, well, let's go full rhino on him. Okay, full rhino, uh, Georgia Governor Brian Kemp. I'd still much rather have that full rhino in there than that crazy Stacey Abrams in there. But you know who she's blaming for her uh, defeat that's coming up on blood, uh, blood, blood, red blood moon Tuesday? Blood red full moon. Blood red full moon Tuesday. She's blaming black male voters. Come again? What did she say? Yeah, she was on MSNBC talking about her troubling poll numbers. And uh, she said, ready? Unfortunately, this year, black men have been very targeted population for misinformation. But how do you feel if uh, you're a, a black male hearing that, that you, you've decided, you know what? Uh, putting food on the table and gas in my car, not having my kids be taught that uh, they can go into a closet and come out as their sister. No, uh, not doing that. I'm going to. That's not misinformation there, Miss Abrams. That's not misinformation. But she says, quote, unfortunately, this year, black men have been a very targeted population for misinformation. She got 90 percent of black voters in Georgia in 2018. We'll see how that works out for her this uh, go around, right? But uh, imagine that. There it is, right? They've already targeted white suburban women as roaches. Yeah, that's already. So now I guess they're throwing black men in uh, to the mix as well, going after them. Now, this whole Nancy Pelosi thing, 
Oh, that's old news, Trevor. Come on. that's They tried something. They didn't get away with it. And uh, Well, no, it's actually not old news. They are coming back on this in a uh, very big way. And you know what the very big way is? By now, uh, somebody made a phone call. Isn't that, isn't that something how this works? Somebody made a phone call to NBC News. And, it, you know, that just doesn't go to Lester Holt's hairdresser. You know, that, that goes all the way up the NBC Tower right there in Rockefeller Plaza. Uh, you know, the people that decide when the Christmas trees turned on or not. All the way to the tip top to get this story that NBC actually put out. And we know the Capitol Police had uh, recorded video of this. Something sketchy because... I, I don't know how NBC airs a report on this attack that goes against what the FBI said when the police arrived, and then NBC deletes it from even their Twitter and their website. Why did they? Well, somebody said, why did you delete it? They said, quote, it does not meet our journalistic standard. Now, what I'm about to play, in case you missed it on Friday, uh, you got NBC saying that Paul Pelosi opened the door. He didn't declare an emergency. Who does that if somebody breaks into your house? Uh, uh, who does that? He already had the chance to lock himself in a bathroom. He didn't do that. But NBC came out and said that, yeah, he came up, casually opened the door. Oh, yeah. Hey, it's the cops. Didn't say, thank you, officers. There's a guy in there with a hammer. <sighs> and, and run behind the officers like most people would do in this situation that we've been told the facts, right? Now, I'm just going off what the facts that have been presented by most in the media, right? And even the uh, the FBI, Nancy and Paul, and even her son that came out and uh, did a press conference, right? And that Paul Pelosi walked back in to his attacker and then was attacked. Craig, good morning. When officers arrived here at the Pelosi home exactly a week ago today, they initially didn't have any idea exactly what was going on. They knew they had a high priority call on their hand. What was unclear, what was happening inside the property just behind me. This morning, Paul Pelosi is home, back at the house that became a crime scene a week ago today. NBC News learning new details about the moments police arrived. Sources familiar with what unfolded in the Pelosi residence now revealing when officers responded to the high-priority call, they were seemingly unaware they'd been called to the home of the Speaker of the House. After a knock and announce, the front door was opened by Mr. Pelosi. The 82-year-old did not immediately declare an emergency or try to leave his home, but instead began walking several feet back into the foyer toward the assailant and away from police. It's unclear if the 82-year-old was already injured or what his mental state was, say sources. According to court documents, when the officer asked what was going on, defendant smiled and said everything's good. But instantaneously, a struggle ensued as police clearly saw David DePap strike Paul Pelosi in the head with a hammer. After tackling the suspect, officers rushed to Mr. Pelosi, who was lying in a pool of blood. What we do know is he brutally attacked Mr. Pelosi and attempted to kill him. After spending several days in the ICU, Pelosi, who is recovering from a fractured skull and serious injuries to his arm and hand, is now home where Capitol Police remain on alert. Investigators have previously said Pelosi did not know DePap when the 42-year-old broke into his home. 
why Pelosi didn't try to flee or tell responding officers he was in distress is unclear. Fear takes over. Fear freezes people. This morning, the 82-year-old lucky to be alive after an intruder nearly killed him in his own home. Law enforcement, tell, law enforcement officials tell us the bottom line here is this was a terrifying situation. We still don't know exactly what unfolded between Mr. Pelosi and the suspect for the 30 minutes they were alone inside that house before police arrived. Officials who were investigating this matter would not go into further details about these new details. Further details about the new details. What details are out? They won't even release the mugshot of the of DePap, the, uh, the suspect. Won't even put them out. No mugshot pictures. No body cam uh, being released at all. District attorney refused to release any video associated with this. And, uh, you know, uh, he was just asleep in bed when this Trump terrorist broke in looking for Nancy. Then he beat him with a hammer. We already know the Trump loving part is a lie. Dude's a nudist that lives in some Berkeley hippie commune that has gay flags and Black Lives Matter flags. Doesn't so much Trump-loving kind of cat, right? He's already an illegal alien. He's here taking advantage of our sanctuary laws. Uh, it's absurd how they tried to paint this man being a, a Trump guy, but they keep taking things out. Remember when it first came out? We know quite a few instances here where media have reported facts and then retracted them that he was only wearing his underwear. Remember when that one first came out? And that, remember there was a third person uh, at the house? And then remember uh, on Friday, Today Show, this NBC News report, uh, Pelosi saying, hey, everything's good, right? Everything's good. Come on in. I'll walk back over here to the guy who's been threatening me for uh, – quite a while here right uh, woke me up in the middle of the night saying where's nancy he has zip ties and a hammer and uh nobody walks back to their assailant like that no uh nbc news i'll say i'll believe that story uh right there uh, and remember one piece of information that the media cannot uh, retract because there's that recording i played it for you a reporting person stated, I have the quote right here, that there's a male in the home. He's going to wait for his wife. Reporting person, which is Paul Pelosi, stated, he doesn't know who the male is, but he advised his name is David and that he's a friend. Reporting person sounded somewhat confused. A friend. That's on tape. Media can't retract that one. I don't know what happened that night. You don't know what happened that night. We, none of us will probably ever know what happened that night. You know, you got all the video. That could clear up a whole lot, but they won't release it. Uh, that's kind of odd, uh, right? I mean, because it's pretty high profile. You think maybe they would just put an end to it. But uh, it's the same people that won't even release the body cam footage of Paul Pelosi's arrest back over the summer, right? So uh, if the audio and video proved beyond any doubt what they're claiming happened, uh, you know, and it could damage the Republican Party and prove uh, that the story is true. This deranged man broke in, you know, a few days before an election. It'd be all over TV and social media. It would be a 24-hour loop running nonstop. He referred to him as a friend. We know they had security, right? Why didn't an alarm go off after a window was smashed in? I don't know. You got maybe believe what the windows weren't alarmed. Really? Uh, my windows are alarmed. A lot of your windows are alarmed. You're going to tell me Pelosi's windows aren't uh, 
alarmed. I mean, the, the lack of curiosity from the media about security, that nobody's talking about that. That would have been an issue uh, a few years ago. Do they plant stories? Came across this story online from 1983, a CIA guy talking about how they influenced the media. And indeed, brief the press when we, the CIA, wanted to um, circulate disinformation on a particular issue. Disinformation is not necessarily uh, not necessarily a lie. It may be a half truth, and uh, we would pick out a journalist. I would go do the briefing. So either he goes with the information or he doesn't. And ordinarily or usually, the journalist would go with it because it was it looked like some kind of exclusive. And um, I would say our percentage of planning that kind of data was uh, 70 to 80 percent. 70 to 80 percent of the time they would plant lies, disinformation, admitting it. 559-230-4242. Ian and Clovis, welcome. Hi there. Uh, yes, how you doing? Good, sir. Okay, here's the situation. Nancy Pelosi has a winery, right? I wasn't. Uh, I knew Gavin was involved. Okay, Nancy has a winery. Go ahead. Yes. She has illegal aliens because it was on the news a long, long time ago that work for them. And what I was thinking about, the illegal alien maybe wanted some money and uh, didn't get the money and came in and wanted to do some stuff to get the money. Well, you've had some time to think about it. I've had some time to think about it. Uh, I think that one would be a little lower down the list of some of the things that maybe have been put out there. But uh, we'll never know, will we, Ian? We'll never know. No, we won't. No, and isn't, isn't that sad that the that the journalism, journalists don't want to know about security of the, the second person in line to be president? Yes, I know. And then one other thing I want to talk to you about, is that all right? Yeah, hit me. Go. Back, back in the 80s, I was... Uh, involved with the uh, the pro-life movement. Mm-hmm. I went to a Catholic church in Fremont with this other guy, um, Eric uh, Pryor, who was well-known in San Francisco, and we went together, and we found out that when we went into the church, all the media was there. They were all excited because the abortionists were expected to be there. Well, the pro-life fooled them, and they went somewhere else. So what happened, though, they burned three for, uh, police cars down. This is down in the 80s, in the 80s. And they, uh, the, the emergency squad of the police, they told us they couldn't do anything for us because they're too violent. So to get out of there, they said, all we can do is just have you go down this hallway, and once you get down the hallway, you're on your own. So you know what that says, Ian? That 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 really says so much because we think so much of this has just been recently. Uh, there's Ian talking about it going on in the 80s. Conservatives under attack. And they want us to think it's the right that's violent? Nah, not buying it. This is the Trevor Carey Show on the Valley's Power Talk. Trevor Carey Show on the Valley's Power Talk. President Trump's going to be on with Clay and Buck 10 a.m. tomorrow morning right here on uh, Power Talk 96.7 a.m. 1400. Uh, uh, Daily Mail saying something that Trump's going to announce it tonight. Uh, he's going to run. And uh, underneath that was Rudy Giuliani says, wait till after the midterms. I think that's just a little clickbait there on the headlines, right? He wouldn't do it tonight. 
or would he? And then be on Clay and Buck tomorrow at 10? I who knows anymore what's going on? Fresno State Bulldogs, boy, they uh, put the pedal to the metal, right? Uh, man, that was something else out there. Hayner, 24, 29, 327 yards. Fifth career game with four more touchdowns, closing in on the school record. And passing yard record by Derek Carr. Now, get this. Carr played in 44 games. Hayner's only played in 24 at this point, and he's getting close. That's something. Uh, but what a game. Uh, it, it should have been a shutout, 55 nothing. but Hawaii came back with 13 unanswered points in the last corner. Uh, they, uh, it, it seemed like after that first drive, Hawaii was just done. It seemed like they were done. Boy, 5-4 and four coming back. Four in a row, 4-1 and one in the Mountain West. They're going to take on UNLV a short week. Running Rebs have lost four in a row. Man, it's just, uh, we're just now hours away. I tell you, the moon's going to turn blood red on election night. A total lunar eclipse of the moon shifting into our shadow. That's a cosmic sign of a red wave. Or is it a blood or freedom eclipsing into the Marxist godless nation? How's that for creating some drama, right? A blood red moon. I'll take it as a red wave sign. We'll talk about it next. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.